The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hi, everyone. Hey, welcome, welcome, welcome. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. I have a very special co-host with me today, Marge Potasik. And the reason I say very special is because uh, not too long ago, I was introduced by Marge uh, to the Knowledge Book. And so I've been on this journey for myself to read this book uh, page by page, paragraph by paragraph from the beginning. And what I find as I'm reading it and, and knew this originally because I did not really belong to a study group, nor have I, quote, studied it. What I realized was as I kept reading, I kept wanting to read more. There were so many things that for me, looking at the world we live in today and, and trying to understand how to make sense of my own personal journey and the journey of others. So today I've asked Marge to really join us as we take you on a journey, what I call call of the skies to humanity, cosmic awareness through difficult times. And that's what we are here to talk with Marge about. But we're here to talk with Marge about this from the perspective of the what I call the teachings in the knowledge book. Marge, it's great to have you. Thank you for today. Well, thank you, and thank you for inviting me, and it's wonderful to be here, and and it's just great. Thank you. Um, you know, one of the things that I, I was so struck by, uh, it you know, of course, my first introduction a bit ago, but then as I continue to read is I am so struck by how relevant the message is, and it doesn't matter what page I go to. So I would like to start out by letting folks know where the knowledge book came from, how it came to be, and the fact that it encompasses uh, pretty much all the spiritual teachings we have. So I want to hear your perspective on it to give people a starting point. Okay, the knowledge book actually is the first book that was put together, and it contains knowledge, universal knowledge, um, from a universal and a cosmic perspective. The source is the same source that has given us all the sacred books that we've received until today, whether they're the Old Testament, the New Testament, the Psalms of David, the Quran, um, and the religions and the philosophies of the Far East. It is the same source that has given us this knowledge. However, despite the fact that the knowledge book was actually the first book that was given or actually was formed, it could not be given to humanity because humanity would, did, did not have the capacity to be able to absorb those energies and frequencies. Mm -hmm. So instead, subsets of that original knowledge book have been given to us over time and in Basically, in 2,000-year increments, one book was given, and we were given about 2,000 years for each one of those texts to be able 
to be incorporated in us for us to be able to absorb all the energies and frequencies and knowledge that those texts contained. Mm. And in a stepwise progression, we have, just like we go to school and we don't get given, you know, integral calculus first (laughs) off. Right. You first learn how to add, multiply, subtract, divide. Then we go into fractions. Then we go into decimals. Then we go into maybe some higher forms of math like pre-algebra, um, then algebra, then pre-calculus, then calculus, and then integral calculus. So this is the same kind of progression that we've been going through energetically, evolutionarily, consciousness and awareness-wise. At each step, we were given new knowledge. The thing that worked the most on us was the New Testament. Yes, we were supposed to get discipline and law with the Kabbalah, but at the same time, discipline and law, we always tend to go, if they tell me to go here, I want to go there. If they tell me to do this, I want to do that. That's Mm. what we've always been doing. Mm. We've always been transgressing, always going in an opposite direction to where we're supposed to go. So the thing that actually worked for us to be able to absorb the cosmic energies that are being given to us was through the New Testament and the frequency of love. That actually allowed us to relax, to be in a calm state, in a serene state, and be able to then to absorb cosmic energies. And it's the cosmic energies that actually allow us to evolve and to grow because our essence has always been perfect. Our essence has always been love and light and unity and as a spark of the creator. However, we are encased in this crude matter form, our bodies that then need to be raised to the level of the energy and frequency of our essence. And this is what all the purpose of all the books that were coming to us before. And when we have actually integrated with all those energies and all that knowledge, that's when we're ready for the knowledge book and the knowledge book then calls to us. Mm. You know, one of the things I also was struck by, and I had heard this really leading up to this year, uh, people have said, we are entering the golden age, the golden age, the golden age. And, you know, what I was really taken by was the fact that, you know, we're talking about this universal book, which has been completed in 12 years under the name of the golden book of the golden age uh, and the knowledge book. Uh, and now it is being distributed all over the planet. And you are one of the folks that is facilitating that process. Um But it really does, for me, point to an energy. It points to uh, almost as if there is a thirst for this knowledge, yet many people don't know the book exists. So their thirst is really not quenched. And so this is really a question for you and, and for the people that are wanting more. What is it about the knowledge book that is so powerfully satisfying for the people that read it? Well, not everyone is ready for the knowledge book and therefore they Mm -hmm. will not know about the knowledge book Mm. because as with everything, we are protected, We we are shielded. So you can't put a thousand watts of energy into a hundred watt bulb because the bulb gets destroyed. So in the same sense, until we are energetically and consciously ready and the evolution level ready for us to be able to handle the knowledge book, that knowledge book will not come into our consciousness, into our awareness at all. But once we have integrated with enough 
evolution, energy and frequency and knowledge, that's when the knowledge book comes in. And that's when all the questions that we do have are actually answered. And that's how the knowledge book actually functions. When we have a question in our mind, then eventually you will find that answer in the knowledge book. And we will get that answer when we're ready for that answer. Now, the reason why we have questions in our head is because questions are actually are knocking on the door of the dimension where that knowledge is held, where that energy is held. And when our evolution is at the level of that dimension, then we receive the energy first our thoughts hit that frequency of that dimension, then we begin gradually to absorb the energies and the knowledge of that dimension. So it's amazing how this knowledge book actually works. It protects us, it shields us, and anything that we're not ready for energetically and, con and uh, frequency and knowledge-wise, we will not be able to see. So you could read the book over and over and over again. I've been reading it for like 10 years now. Yeah. And, and you still don't know what the depths are. You still haven't discovered everything that's in this book because I'm certainly not at the consciousness level to be able to understand everything. But slowly, over time, little by little, we piece it together, we put it together, and we understand universal knowledge and not only um, the knowledge that we had before. You know, one of the things I'm really struck by in the day and age that um, we live in today, but also for me, you know, I, sort of watching time go by and seeing what we call uh, conflicts. One of the things that I see is the conflict that we like to have between East and West. And I say we like to have it because it's one of the easiest dichotomies to point to in our humanity and to point out differences. It's easy. And I find this fascinating. I find it fascinating not only when we talk about the global East and West, um, I, I'm fascinated when we talk about it in this country, uh, East and West, uh, have their own view of how things are. Uh, and then I'm also struck by it when we look at healing and medicine and how we've split the, you know, just split things to the point of differences. But I want to ask you this question as we see things start to change. Um, what is the message for these conflicts between the cultures of East and West? Now, so we have not only the East and West, but we have subgroups in each one of those categories as well. We have a great, we do a great job of separation. We do a great job of being apart from as opposed to unified with. And in terms of the actual knowledge of the East and the actual knowledge of the West and the approaches are different. And this is where the knowledge book comes in and gives us ideas that are the truth, meaning it's neither East nor West, but this is how it works. And um, even though the meditation start technique actually started in the East, not everyone was able to accomplish it. So all the other books had come in. So the, the human being, basically, the solution is to be able to unify, to come into and get rid of its conditioning. So when we are first born, when we, you know, we are that initial spark of God, we are this love, this light, this openness, this generosity, your, your ability to meet with everyone, accept everyone. However, as we become socialized, as we absorb our social norms, our cultural norms, into ourselves, we find more and more reasons to separate from and reject someone else. 
So what the objective is and what has the, one of the purposes of the knowledge book is for us to get rid of that conditioning by giving us the truth. If we know how something actually is and what it actually does and how it does it, then we are much more likely to continue on that path and be able to get rid of that conditioning of separation and go to the conditioning that's being done by the sacred books and by the knowledge book to unity, to um, consciousness, to higher evolution and being at the similar world viewpoint. If you have a separate idea of how things work, if you have something that's different in, in understanding, then of course there will not be cohesion, there will not be collaboration, there will not be a unity. However, if you are coming at things with the same viewpoint, meaning viewpoint of acceptance, of tolerance, of love, with patience, all those good qualities, then no matter what is presented to us, we will be able to discover the truth, know what the truth is, and be able to work from that basis as a from the basis of unity and acceptance, as opposed to the the basis of separation and holding on to our tenets, no matter what. Um, one of the things I was really looking at as I was reading uh, for for you know for our our conversation today, I I was reading about. Uh, sort of the instructions, those are my words, the instructions, um, and reading about the, the way that the knowledge book is to reach humanity, right? And, and it is like you said. I mean, I think it's true uh, of us that we, we are ready when we're ready to receive what it is we're to receive. And my mom used to say it a little bit differently. You know, you know you're ready when you're ready. And that's it. Um, and so I was looking at this and I was looking at how important it is to really note the date, the date that um, you open the book, the date that you receive it, um, the date uh, of time that you, let's just call it, start the process. Um but the question is that there is such a, it seems to me, a duty that goes with a responsibility that goes with bringing this message forward. And I don't think that's a different than responsibilities that we have for bringing messages forward. We call it truth telling. And, and I wonder if we can talk about that for a minute, um, because there is a book of truth here, too. Okay, meaning the knowledge book as being the giving the truth and yeah. how it does it? Yeah. Okay. Um, the knowledge book is written with a very special technique called the light photon cyclone technique. And the knowledge that exists is only given when both society and individuals are ready. Mm. So what the knowledge book does is basically has the ability, has the innate ability to draw into itself the time consciousness of the time that it is being read. And the knowledge book has an aura. It has an aura that extends about 70 feet. And that aura changes as time progresses. And that aura changes based on who is reading it at that time. And basically, the knowledge book, all the same words, the same sentences, the same structures as far as typing is concerned, contain information not only from previous times, it also contains information, energies, and frequencies, and knowledge from this time. Mm. So 
we draw into ourselves, what we're capable of drawing into ourselves, and where before we may have allegories, we may have illusions, we may have ideas being given that are not quite exactly what those truths were, meaning creation, meaning um, our creation, meaning how things progressed in the universe. Now the truth is being revealed from its true aspect, from the scientific aspect. We have believed in miracles. And what are miracles? Miracles are happenings that we have no answer for, that we cannot figure out how things work. So um, once we know what the truth is as to how that was created, then it's no longer a miracle. It's a scientific fact and it's a truth. So this is what the knowledge book does. Number one, it explains all the knowledge that was given to us before from a scientific aspect, from a factual aspect, not from a religious, you know, blind faith aspect. And it expects us to question, it expects us to think, and expects us to evaluate and be able to put our brains to action and to speed up our, our speed of thought and therefore to know what the truths are. So we are being given truths and explanations of what God is, what the structure of the hierarchy is, what the actual creation um, was prior to what we know as Genesis and what's going to be happening to our planet and what the path of humanity is beyond the year 2000, the, beyond the year 2014, which is where the Quran actually stops in terms of knowledge. So we are being given knowledge both before and after the knowledge that we were given currently. Mm. Um, I want to take a, a minute here for those of you that are just tuning in. Uh, we're so thrilled to have Marge Potasek joining us here today. You know, we're talking about call of the skies to humanity, cosmic awareness through difficult times. Special guest Marge Potasek joining me here today. We're going to go ahead and take a short break because when we come back, we want to talk about what this cosmic awareness is. What is this cosmic awareness? What is the universal message? And what is it that the knowledge book brings forth for those who, who choose it and who it chooses? You know, what is it about this that blurs all the lines of differences and clearly, clearly emphasizes the solidarity of society? And isn't that the message that we're hearing right now jumping off the headlines. You know, we're hearing messages and signs from people across the globe to bring things together in such a way that we don't look so deeply at what divides us, but looks deeply at what brings us together. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we'll be taking a look at um, what does this mean when we look at God, is God the same God for everyone? And, and how does the meaning of resurrection participate in today's world and become so meaningful in the renewal of self? Let's take a short break, everyone. Marge Potasek in the house. I'm Dr. Pat. We are taking your questions, 1-800-930-2819. When we come back, we'll let you know how you can find out more about the knowledge book, find out more about March, and uh, get a copy of the book for yourself. Let's take a short break, everyone. We'll be right back.
Demystifying the Journey on From Here to There Radio with your host, Diane Garris. Tune in every third Wednesday, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on TransformationTalkRadio.com as Diane helps you get from where you are now to the life you envision. Get ready to get unstuck and move forward. Every show features a new special segment, New Age Notes, demystifying hot metaphysical topics of the day. For more information or to work with Diane, visit DianeGarris.com. Practice living in wholeness with the body tune-up. Six classes for $89 designed for radical self-healing and self-regeneration. Heal the deepest root of any challenge. The mental body was programmed in negativity, not good enough, separate from source. You're too much, you'll never make it. The emotional body holds all the pain and trauma of emotional suppression, all the pain from this life and life's past. The spiritual body is the place you connect with your higher power, your higher self, with the image and likeness of the one. The physical body houses and expresses the other three bodies every day. Go to CorneliaStephanie.com. Evolve, become a practitioner. We need to heal, integrate, and bring into wholeness and harmony the physical body, addressing all the other bodies in order to live in our true, authentic nature. Dream on, lie high, and live adventurously on The Laura Meeks Show. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio as host Laura Meeks guides you in finding your unique gifts and bringing them to life. As a certified life coach, speaker, and veteran bomber pilot for the U.S. Air Force, Laura knows how to follow a dream. She is ready to support you so you can dream on, fly high, and live adventurously. For more information on Laura and her work, visit flyhighliving.com. Stay juicy. Tune in to Your Juicy Love with me, Una Drake, co-hosting monthly with Dr. Pat, and every second Monday at 12 p.m. on Transformation Talk Radio. My show, Your Juicy Love, helps you find the dynamic, life-affirming love you've always wanted. Transform your relationships and bring peace, joy, and juicy, juicy love to planet Earth. For more information, visit unadrake.com. Have you been searching for a push to step out and share your gifts with the world? Allow Charlene Hess to empower you to start shedding the layers of your ego that are holding you back and begin feeling connected to your heart so that you can shine your unique divine light and share your gifts with the world. Tune in to The Charlene Hess Show, Living on Your Heart's Edge, every third Friday at noon Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. For more information, visit CharleneHess.com. everybody welcome back it's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on um you know as we've been saying on transformation talk radio all day please those of you that are in the wake of hurricane michael please please be safe um i know that it's a difficult situation having my family down there in florida and georgia and certainly my mom uh, going through Andrew, we know what these experiences are like. So our prayers and our hearts go out to all of you there. Um, I know it's difficult sometimes, um, but 
there are things that I think the government is trying to help you do, and certainly you have all of our prayers. Uh, Marge Potasek joining me here today. We are talking about the knowledge book, and very specifically for me, it is this idea of a call of the skies to humanity. It's this cosmic awareness, and how does cosmic awareness help us through these difficult times. And Marge, before we do that though, um, I would like for you to let folks know how can they find out more about the knowledge book? Certainly they can Google it. Um, I went to Amazon and got a copy for myself. Uh, There are gatherings as well. What is the best place for people to find out about all this? Well, there is some information that is given on the website, and our website is www.usa.theknowledgebook.net. Again, www.usa.theknowledgebook.net. The best, I think, is actually, this is one of the books that are being um, disseminated through person-to-person contacts. Previously, Mm -hmm. we had one universal teacher that came in, whether it was Moses or Christ or Muhammad, that was giving all the knowledge. Uh, Currently, it's person-to-person. When you're ready, you will meet a person or see something on the internet. So it's a person-to-person thing. And my contact information, my telephone number is 973-787-7035. We do give introductory conferences and we do travel to give introductory conferences. This basically is a um, gathering of as little as two people or one person as, or can go as many as you know you wish. And we basically give you a broad-based outline, broad-brush outline of what the knowledge book is, where it comes from, how it came to be, what the purpose is, and we answer any and all questions that you may have as much as we can um, during the time frame provided. And my email address is mmjp99 at gmail.com. That's marymarijohnpeter99 at gmail.com. We do give out, in case you don't want to be spending the money initially for this big book, then we do send out to people three chapters from the knowledge book as introductory uh, chapters. They're called fascicles, fascicle 1, fascicle 20, and fascicle 25. And basically they, again, give you the basic information that's contained in the knowledge book, a cross-section of the knowledge that's contained in the knowledge book, and one-third of the entire frequency and energy of the of the total book. So that's what's contained in those fascicles that can only be sent to postal mailing addresses. If you're interested, just email me and we'll be able to send those out to you. So that's how you can get in contact with us and, and get more information about the knowledge book. And But the best, of course, is actually to get the book itself. And again, that's on our website. Um, From what I understand, going through Amazon, people have said that they've um, seen prices for Mm -hmm. knowledge books on web like $2,000, (laughs) $1,000. Well, I would suggest going to our website. We're much much more affordable than that. Exactly. Um, And (laughs) on our website, even though it says buying the book as one of the menu items on the top right corner, of the screen, you would actually scroll down to the bottom of any screen on the website. There's a teal section, and in the second column from the left, on the top of that column, there will be 
text that says buying the book online, click here. Mm -hmm. You click on that particular line and then it directs you to the purchase page, in which case you have the option to use a credit card or PayPal account to purchase mm -hmm. the book. The price of the book includes shipping. Yeah. So that's that. Mm -hmm. And so that's how you would obtain either knowledge or information or a subset of the book as an entry level mm -hmm. to see whether this is something that rings for you or not. And we could go from there. Okay. Well, I, and, yeah, that's perfect. I want to make sure folks understood where to go, what to look at. Um, thank you for that. Uh, before the break, I, I was talking about, you know, this show is about, you know, call of the skies to humanity, cosmic awareness and cosmic awareness through difficult times. Um, it seems to me every time I say something like that, like cosmic awareness through difficult times, I wonder, has there ever been a time where we could say, oh, cosmic awareness now through through not difficult times? I'm just trying to think about that a little bit. Um, because it's so, for many people, it has such different meaning. And right now, difficult times has taken on a whole new meaning for people. Um, I wanted to ask you this, though, because we've seen a rise in people slash organizations come out with a call for we are one, we are all one, we are one. And yet at the same time, we still don't talk about we are one and if everyone's God is the same God. And I want to talk a little bit about that, if you could, because the knowledge book does address that. Um, and it also addresses the meaning of resurrection and how that has now become a very important, if not symbolic, energy of our time. Okay, so number one would be, is this the same God? Yes. In terms of what do you call this God? Mm -hmm. It, you know... Um, a rose by any other name would smell as sweet, to paraphrase yeah. Shakespeare, yeah. right? Right. So whatever you call it doesn't matter. It's that entity that counts. And basically, those previous sacred texts were the ones who inculcated this idea of a supreme being of a God consciousness in us. That was more, one of their major purposes. And basically, we got that idea that there is some entity, some energy, some power I mean, of course, we don't have the words to describe what it is because we don't really understand what it is. But basically, there is something out there that is superior, that is powerful, and that is guiding us and protecting us. So that's number one. The time of resurrection is the now. We are in the time of resurrection. And resurrection was foretold in the previous sacred text as well. We're going through that time now. We're going through the end times. And it is the final period as far as the knowledge book is concerned, because up until a certain time, our reincarnation was guaranteed. But once we, re once we receive the energies of the religious dimension, then reincarnation stops. And we need to earn another lifetime if we want to continue to exist. Now, what's going on in terms of why this knowledge book is coming here, why all those messages of unity, all those messages of being one, all those messages of doom and gloom or, or getting together or unifying, all they're trying to get us to understand where we are and trying to get us to know how important this time is, both for ourselves and for humanity. 
because our destruction is imminent. When you think about anything, we're, we're basically destroying our planet. We're destroying the habitats. We're, we're using up all our resources. We are, um, we are going into an energy belt as far as where we are in the galactic plane that may be completely fatal to us and all the life on our planet. We have now started to track what kind of asteroids there are and where they are and what their paths are because it became very evident that all those little bits of matter or chunks of matter that are floating around in space basically could hit us. We actually witnessed a comet disintegrating and falling into Jupiter. And at that point we said, uh-oh, what's going on? We better figure out where these guys are, whether they're coming to us or not, and possibly um, fend off, fend them off and do something so that they don't hit the planet. We've already had one ex major extinction, ex extinction yeah. of the dinosaurs caused by a comet or an asteroid, so you know that could yeah. literally happen to us. We have evidence on Earth of craters that were formed by uh, comets and, and um, asteroids hitting our planet. So we are destroying ourselves, and this is a book we've got to be able to unify, to work together, to get ourselves from the world, separate ourselves from the world, and unify on a different level, on a different plane, and basically go to advanced dimensions. Leave this planet and go to advanced dimensions and be able to actually exist there. So this is one of the purposes of the Knowledge Book, is to unify us, to understand that we have an essence, and that essence is pure energy and light and God and a spark of God and go towards that essence, eliminate the conditioning, eliminate the, the separations among us and be able to see the other person's essence with our essence. Yeah, um, if, if you're looking at the eye with the mm -hmm. eyes of an essence, there is mm -hmm. no distinction between human and human. You are seeing yeah. pure consciousness, pure God awareness and, and beauty. Mm. Mm. Uh, I was looking at uh, several things as I went back and I was just doing some additional reading and I was reading about, you know, resurrection and this time, right? Um, reading about the wonderful perceptions, right? And, and reading about the prophets and reading about the mentality around this and uh, our evolvement not involvement, evolvement, you know, the degree by which that we are willing to transcend, I think, transcend, this is me now, transcend our previous notion of things, right? But the question that really I found as I went back and look is the, as we evolve, there is a frequency adjustment. There's a frequency adjustment. And I think the language is the frequency adjustments of those who evolve, uh, mean the involvement, right, are made by the codes here. And I want to talk a little bit about the codes, if we could, um, because there are now, as we open up the, the, uh, the bookstore, whether it's Amazon or any other place, there's more language in book titles that have to do with codes than I think we've ever seen before. Uh, and so as I went back, I was really struck by reading this again and reading about uh, 
frequency. As a matter of fact, one of the lines I wrote down was, it's easy to enter this frequency, the frequency of the evolvement code. And can you talk about that a little bit? Okay. Um, hmm. Frequency and evolvement. So evolution, as far as the knowledge book is concerned, evolution consists of us going away from ego and going towards our essence and going towards the God consciousness. So an evolution um, basically is a progressive step-by-step process of incarnation after incarnation where we are able to learn the lessons of not stealing, not hurting each other, and eventually unifying. So evolution basically means going from the third dimension to infinite dimensions, to be able to leave this planet and go to advanced dimensions where there's very high, very energy and frequency that exists there. So evolution is going away from the ego and going towards the essence. Now, all of us, as far as the actual code is concerned, each one of us comes from a separate dimension. Each one of us is at our own particular path and evolution and um, coordinate. Now, when you think about coordinate, it basically gives you a location. If you remember algebra and you're plotting graphs, a coordinate gives you, there are numbers that tell you where you are in space at a particular point in time. So our evolution codes are basically those numbers that are associated to us that basically um, allow us to, to actually what allows the celestial authorities to know who we were, what we did, how we did it, and what our evolution level was at each particular um, incarnation. Currently, the general world um, coordinate or code is A61, A6.1. That is the general world supervision code for the planet. And this is where chaos exists. This is where conflicts exist. This is where ego exists. The ideal is for us to be able to be connected to the AS61 code. And this is the code of Mavlana. This is the evolution level of infinite patience, infinite tolerance, infinite love, and infinite humility. So this is our goal. This is where, um, where we are supposed to be going. And this is where the knowledge book takes us from where we are. Basically, uh, from where we are, um, no matter which level we are at, but we're basically connected to the A61 if we're not connected to the knowledge book. And we are going towards the AS61, which is that level of Mavlana by which we're going to be measured, and that's the measuring stick by which we will be assessed. Mm-hmm. So our codes are changing over time because our frequency changes over time and our evolution changes over time. We know where we are as far as evolution is concerned. Is It's very simple. Do you care for yourself first or you care for others first? Do you consider you know, being on time for those individuals who are waiting for you? Do you consider giving your clothes even if you're cold because somebody else is cold? One of the things that I was struck by as I was reading uh, this, March was I was struck by the notion that um, there is an essence code, a word code, and an I code. And as I was reading about the essence code, which I'll read here, is, uh, and, and let me just back up a little bit and read this to folks. Uh, we had told you before that what genuine evolvement was, We call it the code of essence, the word, the I. And as I was reading, the essence code 
it, it really starts out with this is a big thing, Marge. Uh, it sounds so simple. It's three lines on a paper, but it's this. First, you have to find your essence. You will have to be at peace with yourself. This is the externalization of the inner radiance. We wish that everyone can find the divine light like this. This is our only wish. And as I read that for today's show, it, on the heels of uh, how does my uh, one of my friends in New York, like you, Marge, says, oh, who knows what the kamash is going on in the world? And I thought about this, and my mom used to say, the buck stops here, Pat, with you, inside you. It starts and it stops inside you. How you're going to view the world, how you're going to view your life situation. But this way of referring to it as the essence code, I think is really beautiful because now we're starting to see the rise again in the word essence. I don't know if, you're, if you've seen this, but almost every corner you turn, we're talking about uh, natural, organic oil essences. It's fascinating to me, right? That I see this language now repeating itself over and over and over again. And this, 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 this thing, this find your true essence is so powerful that people across the globe are completely lost at not being able to tap into that peace. And so this is, albeit three lines on a piece of paper, it is, it is, this is our only wish. It's a big wish, March. It's a big wish. However, they have a plan that actually yep. works and allows us to accomplish it. Mm-hmm. So when you go through the path design by the knowledge book, and they're giving guidelines for us to be able to do this, is we do get this accomplished, meaning we get closer and closer to our essence. And what is our essence? It is that what is an essence. An essence is that that is still itself and you break it down anymore, it no longer becomes itself. What is the essence of water? It's the molecule of water. It's still water at that point, it's H2O, it's still a molecule of water. You break it down any further, it becomes two oxygen, I mean, two oxygen, two hydrogen atoms and one oxygen atom. So if you break it down anymore, it's no longer water, it becomes two elements. So the molecule of water is the essence of water, right? The, that one and it becomes, when you combine it all, becomes an ocean. When you combine it all, becomes unified as an ocean, as all water. Now, what is our essence? Our essence is actually that bit of God that we received when we were created. And that is our essence. That essence is pure light, pure love. And love is our life force. That is what allows us to live. That's what allows everything to be as it is. And it is what creates universes, that what creates matter as well. Um, so that is our essence. And the knowledge book has designed the path by which we can get to our essence and act as our essence. Infinite patience, infinite tolerance, infinite love, and infinite humility. So this is where we're going. And the knowledge book has a pathway to get this going. And the knowledge book, and actually the celestial authorities, 
have devised the plan over the past 6,000 years to get us to the level to be able to accomplish that exactly that feat, to go back to the state that we were in initially. However, we are bringing our crude matter form, our bodies, to that same level of energy and frequency. So we have accomplished going to our essence and unifying with that essence and separating ourselves not completely from egos because even the supreme authorities the preeminent ones still have egos attached to them mm -hmm. but i look at it this way what is ego ego allows us to work in the world allows us to exist allows us to provide food for ourselves be able to maneuver in this reality however when you no longer need protection why do you need ego there is, there is no protection needed from everyone who comes to you and works with you in love and acceptance. So when we're going to the advanced dimensions, there is no place for ego because ego is not needed there. And actually it stops and hinders everything that goes. That's why we've been going through this evolution plan. So this is why going, getting to and being connected to the AS61 code, actually, which is the code of the knowledge book, becomes our protective roof, it becomes our protective magnetic field, it allows us to work in serenity, in peace, and in consciousness, and be able to know that what you're doing is actually what you're supposed to be doing at the time that you're doing it. Um, one of the things that we do as humans is always search, we're always looking, we're always find, trying to find things that'll make us at peace, that makes us secure, and that makes us comfortable with Mm. whatever we're doing and when we're connected to the knowledge book when we're actually working along the guidelines that are being given to us then we are at peace our conscience is no longer bothering us we're no longer searching for things because we know that we have woken up that we have become conscious of the fact that we are here for a reason and are accomplishing that reason mm. you know um first of all march let me thank you for for today Thank you so very much for today. And, you know, uh, you also do uh, a radio show as well um, about the knowledge book. And I know that one of the questions we didn't get to today was about religion and science uh, as religion uh. and science as a whole. But I, I know that that's probably planted a seed for a show that talks about that. You know, again, it's one of these these human ideas that religion and science are so far apart that people strive entire lifetimes to try to find the bridge between them. And so I'm hoping that you'll do a show, uh, an upcoming show and talk about that. So yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I, I wanna thank you for today. And one last question. I'm sure there are many things that we didn't talk about, but I would love to hear what is the message for today that we want to leave with folks? What would we want to say to folks? Unify, forget about the stuff, forget about the little things, forget about what separates us and keep in mind what unifies us. Yeah. Yeah. I think it is a powerful, powerful message for everyone that's listening. You know, it is through that, heart-to-heart -heart connection, that mind-to-mind -mind connection, that essence-to-essence -essence connection, that thing that blurs all lines of differences, not just across East and West, across neighborhoods, across countries,
but across galaxies. It is the thing that we so, so hold on to that brings us together so powerfully, so powerfully we've seen it. We've seen ourselves come together in times of joy and times of crisis. But is that one thing, that one thing that every one of us as human beings has in us, innately born in us, and that is the ability to unify beyond anything else. It is that thing we have. And the knowledge book provides that gateway. March, thank you so much for today. Thank you for the opportunity of being here and speaking to you and to everyone. I do appreciate it. Thank you very much. And I want to thank all of you out there. You have been asking for us to do more shows like this. I'm so grateful for Marge Potasek for joining me here today and coming on board to do this. For all of you out there, um, you've heard me talk about the Knowledge Book, and believe me, I am very new to the entire process and teaching, but I'll tell you one thing is that my hunger and thirst really to close the gap of the differences within myself are stronger today than they've ever been. Thank you all for tuning us in and turning us on. You can find out more at the Dr. Pat Show or Transformation Talk Radio. March, thank you so much. Thank you. It was wonderful being here. Benny, thank you for pushing all the right buttons and mostly to the best listeners on the planet. Uh, yeah, you rock. We'll see you next time. Seating audio was via a Skype call.